Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha Rivers of the Cars Group, and I am excited to have you join us for another episode of this podcast where we give you tips, strategies, information, and actionable items to help you to change your mindset and master your success. Today's episode, I have an Awesome, 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 awesome guest. She's a really good friend of mine. Um, I am so proud of her and all of her accomplishments and everything that she's done. Um, her name is Angelia Stone. She is the publisher and founder of Hope for Women magazine, and she is the perfect person to talk about our topic for today, which is creating a mindset of hope, building resiliency. Welcome, Angelia. Well, I'm glad to be here, Keisha. <laughs> How are you? I am great. Uh, now, every time that I do this, I, I have these great conversations with people. Most of the time I've known them um, for some time or even a little bit of time, but we've had some conversations before. And I know you and I are, are, are known for having our deep conversations, especially late at night when we're supposed to be sleeping. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. But one of the things, um, and, and I know that you being um, the publisher of a magazine and the founder of a magazine, and we've talked a bit uh, in the past about your, uh, your reasons for starting the magazine and, and how you got to this point. But, um, you know, I just wanted to talk to people who seem, you know, in this day and age, they always seem to, to feel as if there's no hope. Um, you know, they, they think that there's way too much going on. Um, you know, in their lives, and and there's really no way that they can say that they're going to be able to continue on. So just tell me, talk a little bit about the reason why you decided to have a magazine called Hope for Women. And sorry, guys, we're not leaving you out. You can still apply some of these things. But um, tell me, tell us a little bit about why you decided to, to start a magazine called Hope for Women. Well, as you know, most of the people listening didn't know, and not very many people other than yourself know. Um, it was doing a, um, it wasn't supposed to be a magazine. <laughs> it was only supposed to be, a, well, I can't say it wasn't supposed to be a magazine because it was always supposed to be a magazine. Um, it was supposed, to, well, I wanted it to be a newsletter. I wanted to empower a group of 150 to 100 women um, at that time, I didn't have a name for it. I just wanted to inspire 50 to 100 women to 100 women to be empowered, a way that we can communicate, mm-hmm. stay in touch with each other and stay connected. And um, that was like 2002 when I really had the first initial um, conversation about doing hope for women. Five years later, I let it sit for five years. I was like, no, that was just a little too much. I'm scared. I can't do that. So in 2005, when I lost my grandmother and my grandfather, just in that short time, and I began to think about the life of my father and how he didn't really live it to, um, to his fullest, in my opinion. Um, and I just realized how short life was. And during that time, I was really on, that was when God was really setting me up for my healing. I was really at a, a pivotal point in my life where I really wanted to know what my purpose was. How do I get free? And those were some of the questions that I started asking myself. I didn't know that it was going to, the, the way that I was going to get free was in a form, the vehicle was going to be in a form of a, an actual printed in digital magazine. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, and, and you talk about your journey and how you didn't realize that what you thought you were starting with, because you just wanted to have a way of inspiring people um, mm-hmm. and empowering people. And now fast forward to now, you've got this published magazine, um, you know, Hope for Women, and, and it inspires and it gives information on relationships and, and, and health and business and career. And then there's, you know, the books um, version that's coming out and, and, and it's expanding. And, and one of the things that I really wanted to talk about, um, is because I know that one of the major factors that usually ends up holding people back is that they think they can't do it and they think that Mm -hmm. it's too big. And you're a, a classic example of someone who started with, you know, what you thought was just going to be a newsletter and here now it is, it's, it's a full-fledged magazine and you've had some incredible people on the cover that you've been able to interview mm-hmm. and talk to. And I mean, you, last year you were at this event with Oprah earlier this year and, and it's just amazing <laughs> how, you know, what, what kept you going? What kept you thinking that this was something that you could actually do or that you should do? You know, um, Keisha, I actually believe it was, I was scared. I I definitely didn't think I can do it, but it was something inside of me that I believe that God put there is that I, I mean, in looking back hindsight, I could, I I didn't know that it was, it was just, um, it was my destiny really to and it was my purpose. When I, when I asked him what I was designed, what I was created for, from the start, I knew it wasn't about me. But it was really about me. I think we did a, you did an interview, an article on that. It was really about me. It was about me um, um, learning to share my truth. And I knew how important it was. If, if I share my story, I, I've always had that mindset to help women or ministry and if I can share my story, this is what I'm thinking all along, that I can help some women along the way, men too, whoever. Mm-hmm. And so that was from early on, that's my whole purpose. I mean, I wasn't thinking about getting paid. I wasn't thinking about, I just wanted some people to come along this journey with me who had um, had been dealt some some challenges in their life and let's figure this all out together. So. And and one of the things that you 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 when you talk about you know it it not being about you, but it does involve you because you know you have to do it, and so many times and it's interesting because some of the other guests that I've I've had on the on the podcast and we've talked about it and they all talk about suspending your ego. Right. It's like this this whole thing of of resiliency and moving forward and doing things even when it's not looking good. Um, they all came back to, you know what, this isn't about me. I can't quit. This isn't about me. You know, I can't put myself in the forefront. This isn't about me. You know, other people are depending on me. So, and, and and the fact that you, that you said that it kind of started when you were thinking about your grandfather's life and you said that you didn't feel in your opinion that he had lived his life to the fullest potential in terms of being all he could be. What, tell me a little bit about that. What is, what did you mean? Was it? Well, it, it was actually. It was actually my father. Actually, um, my father had had a history of abuse. It was a. He grew up um, 
it was just a lot of dysfunction. And I just feel like um, when we lost him, we lost him to, uh, unfortunately, to drugs. You know, he, the, the effects of, you know, you know, his body to shut down. He had um, a heart attack. And all my life, Keisha, I just remember my dad talking about he couldn't wait to receive his retirement to Social Security. That's all he talked about. I, I'm going I'm to retire from General Motors after so many years, and I'm going to get my Social Security. And he was, he turned, that was in March, he passed. He was 61 years old. Hmm. He was supposed to get Social Security in June. and he didn't, he didn't make it. And so, I mean, as children, all we had ever heard was talking about getting his social security. I'm like, we can't wait till this man get his social security. Cause that's all he talks about it when he retires and he didn't make it. And, you know, I thought I was like, well, I don't want to live my life. And so many of my family members have died young mm-hmm. because, um, you know, this, you know, there's drug related and just things that has happened in the family I was like, well, I have to fight because I don't want to die young. I want to be able to live my life to the fullest on earth and do it for those family members that couldn't do it, that went on, that died. And so I can kind of be there to be there, um, kind of like the person that, you know, that that stood up and, and did it for them. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because every, everybody has goals. Everybody mm-hmm. has things that they want to do in the future, things they want to accomplish and all that. You know, I have goals, you have goals. Um, and, and I think that when I'm talking to people in particular, um, because of what I do when I, when I work with them to help facilitate the outcome or the goals that, you know, bring those goals to reality, mm-hmm. they always talk about what they believe is going to happen in the future. Um, they're basically living for the future. Or for some people that have, that have had issues in the past that have happened that have caused them to kind of stay stuck, they're living in the past. So mm-hmm. they're either regretting stuff that didn't happen or that didn't, they're regretting stuff that did happen, or they're looking at, okay, when this happens in my life, then I'm going to do this. When this right. happens in my life, I'm going to do this. Oh, I hope this doesn't happen because I want to do this. So it's like they forget that life happens now. Right. Right. You know, and, and to maintain this whole mindset of, of moving forward and continuing to, to, to strive to get to your goal, you have to have your why, like you said, you know, you're do you started this and you continue to do this for people in your family that, um, did not make it. Right. But at the same time, you're also looking at a situation where, you're you're looking at what's going on now and you're enjoying what's going on now because every moment you're living and every step that you take and everything that you're doing that is is bringing you closer to that goal is something that is is what i call it it's celebrating the small victories right 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 you know um when you're when you're when you're talking about um about the whole aspect of, of having this magazine and, and with the people that you interview and, and the people that you meet, your contributors and, and, and the people that work with you on your team, what do you, what do you hear most often from readers and, and other people as to why this whole movement 
of, of hope? Why does it, why are they drawn to it? I think they're drawn to it because um, it's where a lot of people, it's where a lot of people are and it's, it resonates with um, their lifestyle or just kind of, you know, whatever it could be a past season, a current season, or, you know, just, um, it's just a connection there. It's something that they feel like has been missing in the marketplace. These are avid readers, they're book readers, they're avid magazine readers, and they're just avid people, women who want to connect and empower with other women mm-hmm. and where other women can meet them where they are. It's just like, you know, it doesn't matter their social status, um, you know, what their bank account says, but it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a movement where we it's relatable because of just the um just the 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 connections that is there so and i think that's in because we put all the agenda the agenda is pushed aside mm-hmm. and what once that's pushed aside what you get is hope and you got this group of women who are just there to try to um empower and in, inspire women to hope mm-hmm. and and I believe that's just what has been missing, you know? So. And, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because you, you've, you've said inspire a lot. You've said empower a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what is it about hope or having hope do you think empowers somebody? Oh, wow. Just have, because, you know, Having hope empowers women because we live, our society, a lot of times we feel like things are just hopeless. But if you have someone there that's, you know, just can give you like an inkling that, you know, it's going to be okay, um, you know, and you hear these, you know, these different women, you know, I when you think that your situation is the worst and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die, I can't make it. Mm-hmm. But then when you hear other women's story of hope that, hey, I survived, I survived um, a hurricane, I survived, I was living in a car, you know, I was homeless and I was all this. And I'm like, okay, if God did it for that person and they had hope and they still are here to tell of the story, mm-hmm. then that's how we keep it. Right. You know, I've been there you can make it, you know, so. And, you know, it, it's great because, you know, all the things that you're talking about in terms of your journey and, and what inspires you and, and how you started, you know, where you did and, and now, you know, looking at, at where you are. Um, and, and you've actually given some really good nuggets of, of advice <laughs> to people in terms of helping them to determine exactly what it is that, that they can do to, to help develop, to build this mindset of hope. And, and it's interesting right. because I actually, I'm, I'm a big definitions person when it comes to words. So I looked up the definition of hope and it's this feeling of expectation and a desire for certain things to happen or trusting that certain things are going to happen. And so when we start looking at, you know, it's, it's one thing for people to say, you know what, you need to look at somebody else's situation and, and um, be able to continue to, to, to push forward because they did it. But on this show, a lot of what I do 
all the time is I always like to provide some actionable steps, some things that we can tell people if you want to stop right now um, and, and actually do something to be able to, to say that, you know, I'm going to move forward. Okay. So with that, what are some things that you would say to people in terms of the, the top three things that you would say to people if they want to make sure that they're building this, this mindset of hope and that they're, they're building resiliency to be able to keep pushing forward? Only three? Only three. You got to do the top three. Only three. <laughs> I'll tell you one of the first things to do is what's so important is you have to be able to surround in some of my best conversations with this fabulous lady has taught me and what it has finally come to the, the finalization is that you have to surround yourself around people who get you mm. or that it's okay with you wherever process you are in your life. I mean, it could be at your highest, your low. So what I've learned is that what's one of the, the number thing, one thing that's important is to be able to surround yourself around the right people. It's just that simple. And that might be the right person or persons. It might not be a whole bunch of people, mm-hmm. but it might, as long as it's the right person, you know? Right. And the second thing is, is that um, be okay with where you are, you know? Um, often we look into what other people are doing, but just start celebrating and creating your own fabulousness, you know? Just... Mm-hmm. You know, because it's so easy with, you know, with everything going on on social media that you, you feel like, okay, well, I'm not doing as well as what the next person's doing. Well, so what? Just do you. Mm-hmm. Be you. You know, celebrate your successes. Celebrate your small successes because, and I really don't even like to say small successes because those are huge. Just sometimes just to have the, the opportunity to be able to get that interview or just to be able to snag that account those are huge successes mm-hmm. and um in addition to that that kind of flows in it together is having surrounding yourself around the right people mm-hmm. um being okay with you know where you are and loving your process but the third is definitely bringing it back to you loving who you are mm-hmm. I mean, loving everything about yourself loving when you make a mistake you say oh that didn't work out that time, girl. You gotta do it again. And, it, and it's okay. And be okay with that, you know? Um, I mean, this last couple of years has really allowed me to hone in on those three things. And first, when I was, you know, going through the transition, I was lonely. I was scared. I was like, well, shouldn't I have more people in this around me? I was like, you know. But, I mean, it's been the best because – that's when all those creative juices are flowing. You're loving yourself. And the more that you begin to empower yourself, mm-hmm. then every everyone else sees the fruit of your labor. I don't even have to say anything. People see it. People will see um, just what, you know, what, how God has really um, poured out into your life. So, And, you know, it's, it's interesting because a lot of times when people talk about um, empowerment, I think a lot of people think that, that means that 
you know, somebody opens you up and pours in all of this, you know, motivation and inspiration, and everything, and they shake you up and then, and then poof, now you're empowered and they're giving that to you. But a lot of what you've been talking about is you keep coming back to what's been placed in you and the gifts that you have in you and, and the, and the, and the dreams that you have that are in you and celebrating you and being okay with you and surrounding yourself with people that get you. And it just all comes back to this whole thing of, loving who you are, like your third point, loving who you are and where you are in your process. Cause you know, we've talked a lot and we talk a lot about seasons right. and that you have people that come and go and you have things that, that happen and, and, you know, depending on where you are in your season of growth and your season of development, um, in your season of trials in terms of getting rid of stuff and purging things. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that this whole notion of, creating a mindset of hope and an expectation that something's going to happen and that something's going to be better comes back down to trusting in who you are. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because, I agree. yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, um, like, you know, in the last several years, and that's what I'm saying is all those three tips really boils down to when God, when the right people finally came into my life, and it wasn't a whole bunch, you know, but you begin to, you were telling me, um, or just with anyone, you have, you are your words. Mm-hmm. You have to speak life, you know. Um, it's okay. Okay, we got the situation. We got this issue. Let's talk it out. Once you hash it out and, you know, get all whatever you feel, then you move on. Mm-hmm. And so that's the, some of the things that was so pivotal, pivotal in my life was you telling me, okay, you got to believe it. You, you can't, you can't be down. No girl. What? <laughs> and then other people saying, no, you can't be rolling with me. If you talking negative, you cannot roll with me. You got mm-hmm. to be positive. And so I started getting up and saying, you know what? I got this. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if I made a mistake, oh, well, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. I'm not a failure. I, I'm, in the, I'm, I'm learning. So this that whole mindset of just the, my, my vocabulary changed. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, a greatly part of you telling me. And I just, well, I thought you just going to have a pity party with me. And he was like, no. No, I don't do pity parties. <laughs> <laughs> Those are parties I do not go to. I'm sorry. <laughs> Part. I said this group. I said I said when God really just began to shift the shape things, I was like, oh, they ain't having it. Like, uh, uh-uh, they was uh-huh. in my track. It's like, no, we ain't having that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it's great that you know when you talk about surrounding people that get you, mm-hmm. and they understand what you need, and they understand, and they and throughout your your ups and downs because you they know, see your potential. They see right. They see what you're supposed to be doing. You know. Yes. And, and I think that's key because if you surround yourself with people who get you, but who see you for who you really are in terms of the potential and the promise and the gifts and the talents and all of that, being around those people will help you to become more comfortable with being who you are. They'll help you to start loving who you are. They'll help you to start speaking life into your situation and, and, and not looking at at ups and downs um, as being failures and not saying, oh, well, this because this didn't work, 
then all of a sudden I'm an abject failure and I can't do anything. Right. So I, I love the fact that all of this, this comes back to understanding who you are, making sure you've got people around you that understand who you are, speaking the truth of who you are and loving who you are. Um, because, you know, like I say, you know, God, they make no junk. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we have to, we have to figure out the best ways to use, uh, what he has given us and what we've been created with. Um, so I, I, I want people to be able to know how to get in touch with you, how to reach you, um, you know, how to find out what, more of what's going on. If you have not subscribed to the magazine, you need to, if you haven't gone on the website, you need to get on the, get the email letters, um, email newsletter. So why don't you give us some information about how they can connect with you? You can connect with us through Hope, um, our website, www.hopeforwomenmag.com. You can subscribe there in our shop area. There are, you know, well, we have some out of stock issue, but we have, you can always subscribe to our, our yearly subscription. And then we have a new sister, our sister's been born and that website is um, www.hopebythebook.com. And that's for all the readers, the, the loves books, books, books. You can subscribe there. They they have a um, special code going on at the moment. If you type in bookish, then you can get, I think was it like $4 off the subscription. And I told them that we, the, the big sister is kind of jealous because they came out looking all fly and fresh. And everything. <laughs> so we might need to do a makeover or do something, <laughs> a refresh soon. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and always email me. Um, I have a um, email that you know I like to stay in touch with people, and you know I'm not um, not that you, I'm I'm accessible. You can you can connect with me. Um, you can email me at Angie at hopeforwomenmag.com. I'm on social media. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. So yeah, just um, you can connect with me. Awesome. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being a guest and for having this conversation with me. Um, this was a uh, this was another example of something that I never thought was going to be this because uh, mm. you know I'll pop in every so often do a Facebook Live or do a little post here and there, write an article. I'm good, and I'd have these conversations with people, and they're just like, "You need to have a podcast." I'm like, "No, I don't." <laughs> when I thought, when I kept thinking all day, I was like, "Oh, I get to." And then when I, I thought we were just talking, then when you said it's a video, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is like, <laughs> we've been talking about. I was like, this is what she's been saying she's going to do. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's, it's a, it, and that's why I knew I had to have you on as a guest because you're yes. one of the people that I've talked to about what I was thinking about doing. And so to actually see it come to fruition, I wanted you to be a part of that. So I truly appreciate you coming on and, and being a guest and sharing your nuggets and your insights um, on, on building that hope mindset and, um, and building resiliency. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for joining us on Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. Um, you can visit our website at mindset2mastery.com. We'll have tools, resources, 
updates on events, ways that you can work with me, um, as well as some other resources. And as always, we want you to put some things into action so that you can change your mindset and master your success. Until next time, make it a wonderful, wonderful day.